I could allow it to really put me in a place that would not be good, would not be healthy, that would really cause me to be stuck. And, you know, there were definitely some moments there that I thought, <laughs> what am I going to do? Right. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, Amy, look, what ha- what have you been doing? Right. Just take a hold of, continue to take a hold of that and maybe see where that goes and maybe you change it. Maybe you go down a different road. Maybe you finally get to follow a passion in a different way. Welcome to the Leader Byte Podcast, hosted by Chester Goat. Bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Any topic is fair game here because committed leaders bring it all to the table. Here's your host, Chester Goat. Hey, everybody. I've got one of my favorite people, Amy Roloff, with me today. Most of you may know Amy from her hit show, Little People, Big World, but she stays incredibly busy in lots of other ways uh, that I want to get into today. Uh, she's embracing being an empty nester. She continues going on those adventures that we all love watching. I think they're in 11 seasons now, but I'll let her share that with you. Uh, she travels throughout the year. She does a lot of speaking. That's actually how we met. Um, and she just continues her love of cooking which has led her into other business ventures that hopefully we'll hear a little bit about. Um, she's still working on other projects. She's got a charity maybe she'll touch on, and hopefully we'll hear a little bit more of that. But first, let's say hello to my friend, Amy Roloff. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me, Chester. I really, truly appreciate it. And like you mentioned in the intro, it's amazing how the few people, I don't stay in contact with a lot of people that I you know, have asked me to come out and do speaking engagements yeah. with, but I am definitely thrilled that we've kept in contact over, what, about two uh, years Three ago, years, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, and it's, so it's maybe good. I'll make it back to Tennessee because I love it there. So. <laughs> well, I hope you'll come back. I, I have to say, uh, it seems like almost yesterday that we met, we were working on that disability project. Um, we, had yeah. you, we had you come out, and for the listeners out there who don't know, we were working on a project. Uh, we brought Amy to speak. We had a very, very long day. Uh, we invited her over, actually, to watch her own show, and interestingly, it was the premiere of Jeremy and Audrey's wedding episode and even though she was so tired and exhausted we had worked her to death she still came and watched that show with us and chilled out and that was another tip off for me of what a wonderful person that you are amy well i appreciate that but you know what it's like you know when you talk about the the one thing uh, out of many that have come about just being on television having that media outlet and you know, everything like that, I, I, I think that is one of the, the joys that I have is just sharing my story, uh, hope, hopefully, you know, motivating people, inspiring people to just be the best that they can and live the life that they want. Absolutely. But more importantly to, you know, just like, don't worry about everyone else. You oh, yeah. Good with what you want to be good at. Follow your passion because those are a lot of things that I didn't really do in my growing up years or high school or even college. Mm-hmm. And um, just having that opportunity just to share my story and some of the challenges and that I have faced. Oh my goodness. What keeps me motivated. Right. And you, you do that. So Will. you've got an energy that I wish I tell people, I wish we could harness that and sell it. (laughs) Uh, But I'm also, I'm really impressed with this new approach that you have your outlook um, with your life. And, and I know you're calling it your second act. I've noticed that Mm -hmm. you're using that hashtag pretty consistently on social networking. Um, Bring the leaders up to speed on what that second act, what it is and what it means to you. Yeah. Well, I consider where I'm at right now in my life my second act, and I think 
you know, after you graduate from college, you know, you, you start your new job, and that's kind of like maybe a continuation or a new chapter or whatever you call in your mm-hmm. life's book. Right. You know, and then when I got married and then I had kids, that was a big, huge chapter you know, <laughs> of my life. And then my second act is like all that I expected life to be and go is kind of ended. I'm an empty nester. My kids are living their own life. It's not like I'm not a mom anymore, but I'm a different kind of mom. Right. My married life that I thought was going to continue on forever isn't there anymore as well. Mm -hmm. I'm divorced and talk about, for me anyway, I mean, other people have faced divorce. It's not like I'm the first and people have faced it in many different ways. Sure. I, I always say until you're in someone else's shoes. Divorce is a general word, mm, but it now right. becomes specific for that particular individual, depending on, you know, what happened. Yeah, and yeah. so divorce, I, you know, it could have, I could have allowed it to really put me in a place that would not be good, would not be healthy, that would really cause me to be stuck. And, you know, there were definitely some moments there that I thought, <laughs> what am I going to do? Right. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, Amy, look, what ha- what have you been doing? Right. Just take a hold of, continue to take a hold of that and maybe see where that goes and maybe you change it. Maybe you go down a different road. Maybe you finally get to follow a, a passion in a different way. But anyway, so I consider, you know, a lot of these milestones, being an empty nester, my mom role has changed because I chose to be an at-home mom. Right. And um, my marriage is no longer here. But does life have to stop? Is it? It may be a little more challenging, but <laughs> right. it can still be great. Right. But look at my second act. Is like you still got a lot of life to live, Amy. And if another relationship comes into my world, great. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, you're still good with yourself. You like life. Oh, and see, mean you have to not live it and like it just because people of that type of relationship isn't around. So anyway, I call my second act is like it's. It's still the same life. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, I can continue to live it, and it can be good, exciting, adventurous, still filled with challenges and everything. Uh-huh. But I always, you know, told myself growing up and throughout my whole life, even to this day, what is wh- where's your core? Mm. To me, that's what you've got to focus on is what is that core? What is that one thing that regardless of what life throws at you, what choices you make, what challenges you face, or what great adventures and love and all that stuff, what is that one thing? And for me, it's my faith. Oh, yeah. For me, it's that one thing that, um, you know, my dad told me way back in, you know, first grade that, I don't know, it that, that, that whole version of that little story changes. Mm. But I still hang on to it. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm good because... You know, I matter. I, I still have value, and I still have a purpose. That's right. I think I, I'm not checking out yet. <laughs> exactly. Well, and you, you honestly, that that hashtag second act. Every time I see it, it's always something so incredible that's happened, and it's just kind of like, okay, I have accepted my day as it is. Hashtag second act, another day down. So yeah, <laughs> one and of the- it also is a reminder to me that you know there are times in our life where. We're good with just status quo. Yes. And I don't like to call it just surviving, but it is kind of surviving because mm-hmm. whatever we're facing, yes, let's just continue to do what we do until we can. But to me, that's also an action. You keep moving. You keep waking up in the morning. There's still something to do mm-hmm. until you get out of this little funk or whatever you may be in. Um, 
then it's like, well, wait a minute, there's a lot more. I don't have to stay status quo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's let's get out of this circle. Mm -hmm. There's this um, little drawing a friend of mine gave to me. It's like a stick person. Mm -hmm. And it's a little circle that says comfort zone. And then, you know, there's there's a big reach, and it's a much bigger circle that says, but I think, what does it say? This is where... um, life happens or imagination begins or creativity Mm. or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes it's good to stay in our comfort zone because i like that without going into rash decisions right with decisions without at least giving it some thought but don't forget you got to get outside your comfort zone amy (laughs) that's right you've got to take chances you've got to become vulnerable once in a while well that's one of the things absolutely it's one of the things i've noticed uh, and admired about you is not only your tenacity but your demeanor in remaining positive in the light of anything that happens i mean we all have these things that come up in our lives regardless of what it is and i've loved how you've handled how you've handled things well, thank you, Chester. I, yeah. I appreciate that because obviously living a life in the public eye. Oh, yeah. You know, going through divorce, going through other challenges, raising your kids, marriage, and, you know, just other things. Right. Um, man, can that absolutely <laughs> tear you apart. So, so tell me this. <laughs> but, so, like, you know, it, it, yeah. in, I was just going to say, in the last 10 years, really, you've become, yeah. really 11 years, you've become so well-known. Was there a point or particular point when you recognize you could use your quote known status you know fame notoriety whatever um toward really pursuing good things pursuing passion and purpose i think it would have to be very soon into doing television because in the beginning i did not want to do television right to me that was like okay too much vulnerability for what in the world right and um and also i didn't feel i was out of place my family my relationship was out of place that could handle this magnitude of a, a of a thing that we were gonna you know bring into our life mm-hmm. however obviously the show you know eventually said yes and everything but i think that pivotal point came when um the college that I graduated from, Central Michigan University, because I've been born and raised in um, Michigan. Right. Parents are still there. I've got a sister there. And I still consider it, you know, obviously my home state, even though I've lived half my life in the Northwest. But when um, my, I can never say that word right, alma mater. Alma mater, yeah. The college that I graduated Yes. <laughs> my alumni. Yes. Um, asked me to come out and speak. You know, I think during October, mm-hmm. homecoming or whatever it was. And I'm like, speak? What? Why are you asking <laughs> me to speak? I'm just like, I may have graduated from there, but what can I say? Right. What can I contribute? What would I speak about? <laughs> and it suddenly dawned on me that I was giving a platform of some kind. Yes. And someone else was asking me, to do something for them. To use it, yeah. would benefit or the audience or whatever it may be. Right. That I suddenly began to realize, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. How can I not only benefit from it, but how can I use this to benefit something else out there, something else in my life? Mm -hmm. And and they filmed it. And, um, oh, I thought for sure, what, 50 people would show up? (laughs) Who's going to want to hear me? (laughs) I'm just on a show about my life i had like 1800 people there it blew me away right i was like what Mm -hmm. and so i think that is the first moment that i realized 
try and do your best, Amy, even raising a family and doing television and stuff like that, to look for opportunities that you can share, give, or do something to continue to make that difference with this opportunity that you have received by being in the media. Right. Not because that I you, quite know what to do with it all the time. But you, but how I mean, can I make it, like, benefit bigger? Right. And you are. I mean, you're doing that. I mean, you, um, you're you using your platform in so many great ways. You're a businesswoman. Uh, one of the things I've noticed yeah. about you, you're a leader in a lot of ways. Some of the listeners out there may not be aware that you've got a real entrepreneurial side to you. Um, tell us a little bit about that, maybe briefly, on some, you know, some products or pursuits entrepreneurial-wise yeah. you have going. Well, one of the things that I truly love to do is uh, cook. Right. And I've done that since I've been about 14 years old. And um, if, if I had a fantasy to let people know, it would be to have been in culinary or a chef. Oh, wow. The other one is if I didn't let the what if affect me and what are people going to say and all this other stuff, I would have been a teacher. Anyway, mm. um, through some of that passion, you know, I live on a farm. We've been doing... Uh, growing pumpkins and having a pumpkin farm where people come out and that whole harvest pumpkin theme and everything. And I thought, well, geez, you know, pumpkin is what we grow. What kind of products that are just a little bit different out there, at least from what I uh, saw, Mm -hmm. um, what could I, you know, do? So I made a pumpkin salsa and I've made a pumpkin barbecue. Wow. And so we have that in definitely in our regional uh, Northwest region uh, stores and everything like that. Um, and so, you know, I've done that. We've tried to make it grow. I did not realize how difficult the grocery store and the whole food <laughs> industry really right. is. And so then I thought, okay, I need someone a little more savvy to get this on online, like full time. <laughs> so that is what we're currently working on and or maybe uh, taking it, giving it to a co-packer who that is their business. You help us do this, and we'll just take a uh, royalty fee. Oh, okay, that's that cool. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there, there's different avenues that that I'm thinking about. But I, I, if this is where you're leading to, that's one of them. Um, I mean, obviously, the charity foundation is not really entrepreneurial, but it is one of those options where um, I wanted to, um, you know, with my celebrityness. Uh, and being in the media and the, in the limelight, right. use that platform to benefit, again, a lot of people in my regional, but also to help other people do what they do in their charity foundation. I've done stuff for, um, um, gosh, I can't remember their names, uh, uh, Feeding America. Yes. And, um, and, and have gone out to some of the national food banks, mm-hmm. um, Oregon and, you know, Cincinnati and other various places and, you know, things like that. Well, and if I can benefit other people, that's great. Sure. I've well, done a cookbook and, you know, things like that. And, you know, I've helped, you know, uh, create a successful pumpkin farm. So, you know, in the, in the midst of filming, because after doing we're filming currently our season 13. Oh, 13. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. And, okay. Um, you know, that's really pretty much my job. Sure. And, yeah. Um, it's amazing that I would consider that my job. So, you know, I try and bring other things that I love to do that's still a passion that inspire me and hopefully inspire and help other people in the midst of doing this. Because, you know, when TV does 
maybe eventually mm-hmm. go away. Right. I gotta find other things to do. I don't know. I have a feeling you're gonna be around for quite a while. I really do. <laughs> but let me ask you this: Are there any um, are there any notable or even everyday people um, yeah. that are models or mentors or people who have inspired mm. you to kind of make a difference? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good question. A lot of people ask me that. And I'll, and yes and no. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a background to that question. Mm-hmm. Growing up, you know how teenagers put all these posts, well, in those days, put up all the posters, you know. Of, oh, they still do. <laughs> of, of, of celebrities that they idol and all this right. other stuff. I never did that. Okay. I never did that because I looked at myself as I'm a little person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a dwarf. Mm-hmm. I can't. Why am I going to be in, uh, aspire to be like someone that I don't perceive that I could ever be? Oh, wow. What so an I interesting perspective. Yeah. And I did not look at that well enough. I just looked at that person's average size. They're going to do a whole heck of a lot. And I did not want that as a reminder that I may never reach that milestone. Mm-hmm. I may never be good enough. And obviously, I'm glad I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least my, a mindset anyway. Think of everything you've done. It's amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, I go into, but what can you do? There's always something you can do. You're not ever going to be like someone else, Amy. But what can, what can, what is it that they do that inspires you to do what you want to do? Mm. And um, I, I think anytime I see a celebrity that is, is a lot more humble and it's just out there when they need to be. Like Sandra Bullock reminded me of one. Oh, I agree with that. Was, mm-hmm. um, yeah, especially when she was going through divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously she's a movie star of, of, of some caliber. Right, but, but you're right. She does have that um, very down-to-earth flair about her. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's got that subtlety. She's not like in-your-face kind of thing. But right. she handled that divorce so well, mm-hmm. at least in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that really inspired me and what she does and for kids and everything. I'm sure there's a lot of other people, but even my assistant, um, Lisa, I mean, just what she's gone through and what she's done. And she's been a full-time mom, a single mom. She's been married for second married for 18 years, you know, raising kids, just, just what she does in her life, in Mm -hmm. her career, but also makes time to, you know, do, what we do together through my charity foundation and always in the need of benefiting someone else. And, you know, so I think everyody people in my life. Absolutely. Me as well. Well, and you do and even s- my mom, you know, yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. she went to work in the late sixties, early seventies. Who did that back then? Right. It was just beginning, but to leave your home and family probably yeah. inspired me to be an at home mom. I don't know. Well, and you, you know you, that, that kind of leads me to to something I want to say because I think um, yeah. I think you seem to really value um, at just everyday relationships, family, yeah. all those kind of things. And so I would even say, you know, you even in your family life, as someone who I, I really appreciate leadership qualities in people, and um, yeah. something that I've noticed about you is is that you really seem to take ownership and leadership mm-hmm. in your own mm-hmm. life, and and you appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, I think a lot of a lot of you with that. But in terms of leadership, what do you yeah. think is the biggest challenge facing leaders today? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges of facing leadership today is probably all the scrutiny, mm. you know, from outside people, social media 
marketing, you know, all the stuff that they have to do then. I think it's a, it's a constant reminder that it cannot be about them elevating and getting to the place of leadership. Right. But you are in a position, it's not about you. What you do does affect not just the board of directors or whoever else you have in your business or even a few people. Mm -hmm. What you do does affect other people. And to me, if you want people around, help them to feel a part of what you're doing. Not idolizing you and everything like that. One of the things, um, I know it's amazing, I should have written this all down because they were perfect examples. But you know, in some of my talks, it's like when you talk about value, to me, a CEO is just as valuable as the custodian oh, in that yeah. company. Yes, They have different roles, they have different jobs, but all those pieces fit in. And I think once mm-hmm. a leader devalues or doesn't consider that person, along with middle management and the everyday workers, as just as important in what they do, mm-hmm. um, I think they lose um, the quality of a leader that can sustain what they're doing and the people and everything like that. That's exactly right. Um, You know, I I tell people all the time, it's the people, who are the people, I ask this question when I speak sometimes, who are, who are the people in your life that are paying attention to those little details that make things happen for your organization? You know? Yeah. No, and I agree. And I think it's very important when a leader, you know, talks, has Mm one-on-one, gets, the people around them that's either working for them or 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 whatever it may be uh, get their input because those people ultimately understand the decisions and the responsibility rest on your shoulders right right but if you don't have a wherewithal like you said about some of those details mm. how can you truly make some of those decisions and like when i ran my charity foundation um we've taken um we continue to do good things. We continue. It's been a little bit. Uh, I've taken a little bit of a back seat just with some personal things going on. Sure. And a death in the family. You know, all those things. Right. But anyway, in regards to my charity foundation, I, I'm upfront with all the people that were a part of it. It's like, my name may be on this. This is my passion. This is my vision. Mm-hmm. This is what I want you guys to understand. I want you to feel it. I want you to breathe it because it cannot be about you. But right. you are good at this. You are good at this. Let's establish those goals. But I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Mm. You understand the mission. You understand the vision. You understand what the end result, what we're trying to accomplish, obviously, is to raise money right. to um, benefit kids mm-hmm. that are facing their own, own challenge. But the, for me, I love a team. Mm, me I understand too. I'm the head of that team. It's 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 one of those things like when Hillary back in the day, Hillary Clinton back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, said it takes a village, mm-hmm. you know, to raise kids. Right. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm raising my kids. You're raising. Well. <laughs> However, right. I began to understand what that meant. I can't do it by myself. I have to be in partnership with the teacher. I have to, you know, right. uh, I want the partnership with, with the doctor, you know, whatever else is going on. And it's realizing however, all those other people that are integral to everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. But however, if anyone's going to take away my CEO role as a parent, uh-huh. well, we have a problem. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let me let me let me ask you about that then, because it seems like your kids have even you've instilled in them. Of course, anybody who's watched your show, they know so much about how, how a lot of the things about how you've raised your family and things. But it seems like your kids have grown up and really begun establishing their own purposes and passions. And and meanwhile, you're still doing your thing and you're running a business and they see you doing that. Are, are any of them involved in business or entrepreneurial pursuits and doing their own thing? Well, um, uh, Jeremy, my one of my oldest twin boy, Jeremy and Audrey, they're definitely entrepreneurs. In fact, I, I often, you know, some people look at me, well, yeah, how can you learn from your kids? They're just kids. They don't have enough experience. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my goodness, I learn from my kids every day because they're growing up now. I'm an adult. You know, I've lived a lot of my life. Things when I was their age, are completely different than what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they have a great um, online business, um, uh, reaching out and helping people, young people and older people, whatever, in relationships, whether mm. it be dating, fiancé, marriages, all of that stuff. And it's called Beating 50%. The time and the effort and everything that they put into that, it, it, it inspires me. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to start anything, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Absolutely, it isn't just about an idea and doing, a, you know, putting up a website and doing a few things. Mm-hmm. And so they remind me of that. Right. It's like Amy, you've got a lot of things going on, but are you dedicating enough time to any of those things? And what do you need to back off on mm-hmm. if these certain other areas are truly your passion? Oh, that's a great. So Jeremy point. and Audrey mm-hmm. definitely have done that. Zach is um, coaching. He he's on his own. He's coaching a couple of competitive teams. He goes out there and, you know, makes himself available and looks for opportunities when it deals with kids and soccer Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I wouldn't necessarily call him an entrepreneur, but he kind of is because he's not locked into just one employee employer. He's got that mindset, Um, right. And then my youngest son, he's he's searching for life a Mm -hmm. little bit. Mm -hmm. However, through the last couple of years, Though I may not, you know, truly um, um, understand where he's coming from all the time, I admire, encourage, and support, and love him so much. Absolutely, he's finding himself as being a writer, being mm. able to input and 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 have a a way of communicating to people through the word and some of the um, Instagram posts and 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 blogging and just stuff that he does i'm like wait a minute did i raise this kid (laughs) that's Uh, awesome though uh, that they're branching out and doing those things because you know and i you know i really will have to check that out because i'm a i'm a big blogger writer i love all of that so i I understand that when you channel that and you actually put something on put your passions on paper for everybody to see that's a big deal It really is. And Jeremy and Audrey are doing great with eating 50%. Jacob is exploring that. My daughter, Molly, I love her because she is um, she's down to earth. She's compassionate, but she's independent. She can be self-sufficient. Mm. And she's getting married in August. But, you know, just understanding that partnership with someone. Right. And, um, you know, allowing him to take the lead, but he allows her to, you know, do what she needs to do, and uh-huh. you know she's a CPA and accountant at a accounting firm up in Spokane, there, oh, Spokane, wow. Washington. But anyway, um, I'm hoping with all of these kids that they saw something in their mother and how they, uh, how I've been a part of raising them, 
Oh, yeah, there's no so. doubt that they have, Amy. There's you no know, doubt. So, yeah. So, okay. And, you know, their father has definitely contributed a lot sure. to that as well. Yeah. Uh, in your mind, let's think about the future for a second. So, in your mind, what will what will success look like for you in this next phase of your life? If the sky's the limit, you could accomplish your greatest dream, what, what will that look like? Wow. What will success look like to me? Mm. Um. I think the older you get, you know, the old adage is, I wish I could take what I know now and, you know, have it when I was a teenager and all yeah, that. Exactly. But then, you know, you look at it and it's like, but I wouldn't be here where I'm at if right. I, you know, I would have made different choices and everything. It's a learning process. To me, success, success is how I made a difference, mm. you know, in other people's lives. And it doesn't have to be a massive amount, but someone's life. You know, and if that's the case, then I'd, I, I would be happy. My kids. Um, success to me is like, are they all okay? Are they in a good place, good spot right now? And I think they are, and they're mm. faced their challenges and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I like to look at that. If I were to die, to not, you know, die tomorrow, you know, was I successful? Did I make a difference? Did I leave some sort of legacy somewhere? Mm. And um, and you know, just living life moments. Not worrying about a lot of stuff, but I think we have lost a little bit of the perspective about moments with people mm, and not yes. what I would call the fireworks. It's not about the big vacation you took or, right. you know, all that stuff. But, you know, did you call a friend up that you haven't seen in a while and just had coffee or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, just chat and talk with them? sacrifice a little bit of your time and see to me i find that part of being successful because it's Absolutely. really about making connections with people and helping them to be the best that they can be and that's sort of where i, I was going that, that, I absolutely to be successful well, that's where I was going with my next question, so you sort of have answered that, because I, I can honestly say, I'm not just saying this, I have only met a few people in my life who I can honestly say when you connect with them, there's this instant connection, and their authenticity yeah. just kind of comes through, and it's someone who focuses on people when they talk to them. You know, they're not worried about what they're going to say next, or what, yeah. what else is going on. They focus on that person. I'm not just saying that, but I really believe you to be one of those people. Uh, yeah. From the time I've met you, you seem to be uh, a connector and that is a gift that I think you know if if leaders could learn anything it's that being able to connect in the moment when you're talking with somebody then that's the most important person at that moment yeah. you know and I, I think you've been able to do that really 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 well and uh, I've been very impressed with that well I appreciate that Chester because that means a lot to me and it's also, I think you asked, you know, obviously you asked me the question about leadership. And I think also leadership is also about making the tough decisions mm -hmm. and helping your team be able to deal with those tough decisions and helping them to understand why you did that. Right. <laughs> and for me, a leader is, because I have been a parent, a, leadership, a leader to me is like being a parent. Mm, absolutely. It's, 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 it's building this team. It's having them stay connected. It's helping them to appreciate, letting them know what's going on. But ultimately, it's like sometimes you don't get the choice. Right. This is what needs to be the, done because y'all don't know what's happening as much <laughs> as I have the overall picture. That's exactly right. Within the company or the business or, you know, something like that. Well, I was just but I often make the joke <laughs> with people. Um, 
I'm not good at BS. Right, you know? right. And it can be good because that's how we get salesmen and right. people and marketing and all that. Mm-hmm. But I like to be real. Right. I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of PC, political correctness. Mm-hmm. I think it has truly destroyed a lot of our ability to connect with people. To be authentic. To open, have mm-hmm. open communication. Right. I learn to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Just because you're of one faith, that doesn't mean I don't. I don't like you and appreciate it. Exactly. And, and still want to hang out with you and stuff. Right. But also don't limit, you know, who I am as well. Mm, I love so it. I, I'm, I appreciate you telling that because it means a lot to me and, mm. Well, I hope that my that my teenager is going to listen to this podcast because you said a lot of really great things. Because you're right, a leader's like being a parent. You know, sometimes I get in those situations. My son Corbin, um, and he loves you, and he's met you. I think he met you, but but, um, he's grown up to be a big boy. He has. He's he's a big guy. He's playing soccer as we speak right now. But um, you know, being a parent is being a leader, and sometimes you just have to say you can say yes to things, and sometimes you got to say no to things. So. Uh, and also being a leader of a company, too, you yeah. have to help your family or your personal life or you yourself understand there are sacrifices to be made. Right. Other right. people may have to make sacrifices, but you also have to learn, I think, as an individual in the leadership role, is reaching the ultimate top worth the sacrifices you ultimately have to make. Right. And if they're not, be okay with where you're at. Because mm. that's still a great place to be, too. And I'm probably talking a little bit more about personally. No, but, but, but it's know, true. If your family mm-hmm. is, you know, sacrificing the most, how much is that worth it to mm. be where you want to be? So you asked me the question. Um, I think everyone needs to, you know, answer that for themselves. What does success mean to you? Right. Is it about how much you can brag? Is it about how much you can show? And one of the greatest compliments that I get, because I open up my home a lot, and especially coming off of a divorce, I could have sat and wallowed into, how do I meet people? Right. Like, where are my friends? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where, where is, like, if I'm really just all by myself alone for the years into the future it's like wait a minute no (laughs) so you know i started having soup nights and so i've invited a small group of people and i didn't think they still wanted to come after all these months but they still do and i'm so (laughs) excited about that but one of the greatest compliments i got um because a lot of people say oh you live in such a big house and all this stuff it's like but I'm hoping you enjoy being here. I right. hope that you welcome me. Oh. I hope you feel like you can be real in yourself. I love it. And that's what people tell me. Mm. And there's one particular person that I happen to be seeing right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he goes, that's the thing I love about your house, is mm. that it's lived in. It's real. It's comfortable. It Amen. feels like a place that I'd, I'd want to come back to. And, you know, and that's how my other friends and soup night and, and to me, that's that's what I think is, um, it's not about, you know, if you're more worried about my couch and, you know, why I didn't paint my house by now because it needs a paint job <laughs> from the outside, um, then I think you missed the content. Oh, see. That home. It's right. So, it's a home. And you're such a connector. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wind down. But I want to, um, yeah. I know you've got some exciting things coming up in the future. I think your role oh, in the God. family is going to change. Yeah. Uh, you're getting yeah. ready to also get a new title. So I'm going to give you a minute to brag about that. 
Well, I think my kids definitely have grown up in this family that you cannot just space all this stuff out. You got to have chaos, <laughs> chaos upon chaos because it's all happening in one year. Right. So uh, Zach and Tori are going to have my first grandchild in May. And a boy. So I'm very, very excited about that. But we do not quite know whether it's going to be a dwarf child or average size. Oh, yeah, size. right. Mm-hmm. To us, because they have that, uh, you know, scenario going on. Mm-hmm. But either way, they're going to be great parents. Sure. Then I have my daughter getting married in August, and she'll be married here on the farm. So it's like my only daughter's getting married. It's like, yes, woo-hoo! <laughs> so she's, um, she met him in college, has known him for, gosh, four years. They've been dating probably almost two years now. That's fantastic. The wedding. And then... Uh, Zach's twin brother, Jeremy and Audrey, are going to have my second grandbaby, and that's going to be in September. And we'll know this Saturday whether they'll have a boy or a girl because we're still filming. Oh, my goodness. Are you having a reveal party? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? It is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, wait a minute. Don't you just call up people and tell them? <laughs> No, that's what I'm going to do. You're right. I'm like, well, if I'm going to have to, you know, watch these babies as much as I can, <laughs> maybe not for the first few months, but anyway, I'm going to have a grandma shower because I need stuff at my house. <laughs> that's right. So, what a great idea. Yeah. So I'm having a grandma shower. <laughs> no, so I was going to ask you, what, what, what will your title be? Are you just going to be grandma? I'm more of a tradition. Okay. And I'm, it's either Nana or Grandma. Okay. So the Grandma Amy, Grandma Rola. I, I'm not into all these other crazy names because I'd probably forget what to call myself. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Grandma is easy. <laughs> hey, finally, is there anything else that you want the listeners to know about you, and how can they connect with you? Well, I think um, I think if people do watch the show, Little People, Big World, especially our show, because I can't really talk about anything else. Right. It is pretty real. But what you are seeing is definitely an edited show. (laughs) So enjoy it. Keep watching. I look forward to new fans and new appreciation for, you know, to just continue to tell our story. But, yeah, if they want to connect with me, they can go on my website, amyjroloff.com. Okay. Or go on to my Instagram. I think it's... I'm not good at social media. I think it's <laughs> at Amy J. Roloff for Instagram. <laughs> Twitter is Amy Roloff CF. See how I'm not good with social media? You must I get have one name. You must get a ton of Twitter stuff because I tried to send you a little message one day on Twitter, oh, yeah. uh, a little something I never heard back. I'm like, I bet she is inundated with oh, messages yeah. on Twitter. So, well, you know, the um, my fan page uh, Facebook is just Amy Roloff. Right, right. But they have to make sure they get on the right one because some people like to be me. (laughs) There are imposters out there. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, yeah, social media, I try and be on there as much as I can. That's awesome. I do respond to my stuff. I don't have someone else doing all that. You are, you are. You're just a connector. Well, Amy, thanks so much for coming on the show and talking with us today. Um, I want to wish you and your family, especially in this coming year, the very best. We're all going to be waiting, excited uh, for the coming year. Uh, I have a feeling that your second act is going to be incredibly blessed. Um, And we just want to thank you for being on the show today. Well, thank you so much, Chester, and I'm excited to see what's happening in your thing. I mean, I've read some of your stuff and on leadership and everything, and I'm like, 
it's amazing how much you can appreciate learning from other people and seeing how they live it out. So thank you for having me on. I certainly uh, appreciate it. I appreciate that so much. That's my friend, Amy Roloff, TV personality, author, cook, leader, entrepreneur, encourager, and I'm going to say connector. You can check her out online or watch the show. I also have some information in the show notes for you there, and I would love to connect with you myself on on your favorite social media. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep leading, keep learning, keep living, and give it all your best all the time. Thanks for listening to the Leader Bite Podcast, bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Keep the conversation going at ChesterGo.com or on your favorite social media because leadership is a conversation worth having. You still got a lot of life to live, Amy.